Welcome back to the Rising Action Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Johnson. And over there, through the power of the internet and uh, the internet, is Grayson. Five months later. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a bit. It has been... It's been a bit. It has been several months, uh, several days, and several hours, but we're back, and we are recording an episode, and I, for one, cannot be more happy about it. Yeah, I've been on a like on a decline when it comes to recording, because I've just been so busy, and so, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're back in Adam. <laughs> we're, we are back in Adam. Um, you know what? Let's, let's, warm, let's warm up to this thing. All right, we got to make everybody uh, bear with us a little bit. So, I saw this uh, somewhere in the deep dark, uh, the web, the internet. Um, it was a really interesting question, and I thought it would be really fun to to kind of dive into with you. But uh, somebody wrote somewhere that uh, if you were going to make a movie today, what would its genre be, and who would you tab to star in it, and why? So, think on that a moment. Okay. Genre, star, who would it be? Why? Okay. Question, am I also choosing the director, or am I the director? You're the director. Damn it. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not a director. It's going to be awful. Uh, it's going to get a Razzie. Um. <laughs> yeah, it'll get a Razzie. Ooh, okay. I... Yeah, okay. I have a couple of ideas, I think. So, definitely... Do you have an idea? Yeah, I think so. You go first. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, probably because of the episode we're about to record today, I I would do an action film. Okay. And I would have Keanu Reeves star in it. Oh, wow. Are you making John Wick? Five, yeah, dude. John Wick Seven. Yeah. Okay. And I would get Joel Edgerton to be his sidekick. Sidekick? Yeah. So one guy who has like a really good action, like filmography, but not a great actor, and then the other one who is just a great actor, like literally phenomenal. Is that to just kind of like soften the blow of Keanu Reeves like not being that great of an actor? It's to soften the fact that Keanu Reeves is only there as a punching uh, punching bag. Okay. Well, like, like, what's like the? I gotta know like more about it. Like, what's the setting? Like, what's the? Like, what? Like, yeah, like why? Okay, alrighty. How about this? Like, what would just be a, ideal? You don't have to know the plot, but. Well, okay, a, a western set, action film, in which Keanu Reeves is a bounty hunter, mm. Joel Edgerton is his sidekick, and. Uh, they're hunting a bounty. I feel like Joel Edgerton would be a great sheriff. Well, like he would be like a yeah, sheriff. Yeah, he'd be an awesome. He'd sheriff. be like a great like sheriff or a like ranger or something that like is like a small town sheriff and and Keanu is like a marshal or something, yeah. and he teams up with Keanu to hunt down somebody mm. who's been out wrestling or you know. But I'm a absolute hoe for westerns. No, so that, honestly, if you could, that would be instant money. Like. Take it. Yeah. If you could get Keanu... Now, okay, it would not be like a a traditional Western because traditional Westerns don't make any money. It would be a full-blown action film 
but it's a western it's just western set it's got blowing tumbleweeds and like you know spurs and horses and stuff is it but it's what is the tone Like, is it a darker action movie, like a serious action movie, or is it like a more lighthearted, kind of middle of the road, like... Imagine Red Dead and Logan meet uh, John Wick. Okay. So not like super dark, but pretty like drama heavy with like... But also, like, not soup, like, yeah, like a 75% drama scale, basically. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. I, yeah, I'd pay $15 to see your movie. I would, too. So you've already... After I made it. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> let's hope that you'd lose money because it's a Western, so you better... Uh, it would be a passion project. Yeah. Okay. It would be something that I would have to do a studio movie or two. Right. In order to finance. Um. But it would be one of those things that I've always wanted to do and never could do, and now I finally can because I magically have money and because Keanu Reeves. Because Joel Edgerton doesn't put butts in seats. Keanu Reeves does. Yeah. It's true. I agree. I like that. Any that any other actors that you would want in it? Like three or four, maybe like like secondary roles? Um, I would love Saoirse Ronan to be in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly how she would fit because she's a full-blown drama actress. Um, and this is not a drama. But I could I could get down with some Saoirse Ronan. Uh, I would also really like Timothy Chalamet. Again, don't know how he fits. But you just want A24 just actors. actors. Yeah, A24 actors in a pretty dope uh, action movie. Gotcha. It's in the West. Who's scoring it? Uh, Ludwig Göransson. Dope. Dope. <laughs> okay. We've got all the money. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And uh, just for kicks and giggles, I want Josh Brolin to animate, or not to animate, to uh, voice over the trailer. Yeah. Just the trailer? <laughs> Just the trailer. He's not. He's gonna be like a minor farmer character, yeah. and that's it. Okay, I'm down <laughs> with that. I like that. What's the get? What's a working title? I have no idea. Okay, that's understandable. Titles are hard. Yeah, titles are really hard. I'd have to. Yeah, I, you would know because you're. I don't know. I don't know what I have to do. I would have to have written the script, and it would have to be a movie that actually exists. Yeah, you'd have to but know. The then plot I could. Then I could get a title. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Okay, so it's funny because a lot of these actors I feel like that I want in this movie have already been in like similar movies uh, or like movies together. So I think I would want. A modern noir thriller, very similar in the vein of like Prisoners. Okay. Okay. Um, probably the time period. I, I'd want it set in like. Hmm. Yes. You know, this is literally. I like I said before this episode. This is flying by the seat of my pants. Uh, <laughs> the Industrial Revolution. Okay. Oh, that would be good. Yes, but. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like, Victorian, like, London. Like, I don't want everybody to be British. I think I would want it to be... Italians. 
I mean, really, realistically, yes, because it, I want I would want it to be like the Industrial Revolution as it's coming to America. Okay. Okay. So like, so I guess like. 20s or like great depression era yeah yeah okay but Ita- like italian mobsters can be in there too like that's that perfect era you know um so that kind of gives it that like grittier like thriller film or like film style yep. like where it's like yeah this is not a great time period to be living in adam driver as my lead okay oh, okay yeah yeah we're kicking okay. yeah so i want adam driver as my lead i would like in a secondary role Preferably as like a police commissioner or something, Wyatt Russell. Uh, oh, at, so he was in Falcon and Winter Soldier, most notably uh, as of recently. I think he's such a good actor. Um, I think he would perfectly fit the movie that I'm going for. Um, I think I would definitely like. Um, I'd like Pedro Pascal in there too. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know in what where he would fit in, similar to like one like a couple of your picks, but I would like him in there. And you know you know what? Because I've started Game of Thrones, I started Game of Thrones by the way. I really I'm going to sit. Yeah, I started the first. I've only watched the first two episodes, but I've started it. Peter Dinklage. Okay. Let's put Peter Dinklage in oh, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been a bit since I've seen so him. He hasn't really done. I mean, he did a bunch of random like Disney films. I mean, he d- he did the one recently. What is it? I care a lot. He was in there. Okay. Um, that's on Netflix. Um, but he hadn't really done a whole lot. He's. Ooh, I know. I know anyway. one last person that I would want in there that I think would fit perfectly. I know my entire cast is just. Well, no, I guess Pedro Pascal is uh, of Hispanic descent, or always like Latino. But I would also love um, Aaron Paul. Mm. Yes. Okay, what has Aaron Paul done outside of Breaking Bad related things? Um, <laughs> he was a Need for Speed. <laughs> uh, terrible movie. So, he, but he was also of he was also he was also in Westworld Westworld season three. He was the main character. Okay. Um, okay. I, he would probably play a similar character to uh, uh, what's his face Jesse. Um, yeah. So like, okay, what are all these actors doing? Because you've got Pedro, you've got Adam Driver, you've got Wyatt Russell as a commissioner. So I guess we know what he okay. is. Okay. So Adam Driver is basically just scraping to survive and he somehow whether like it's family relation or like a best friend sort of thing he his motive is now to track down this killer okay like this like serial killer like it's kind of got a similar tone if you maybe you haven't watched it uh, you have access to my hbo max account so you can watch it um it is um gotham by gaslight batman uh, which is like Victorian okay. London. Jack the Ripper is the main villain, sort of thing. Um, Ooh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty tight. Um, I would definitely want um, Wyatt Russell again to be a uh, like a like a police like detective type guy. Uh, yeah, kind of being like the more like like definitely a bit of a like a confrontation between like him and Adam Driver but they're still kind of, like they're not they don't hate each other there's just like one is out for revenge one is out for justice sort of thing yeah um I think 
Peter Dinklage, I would love to be like a, a factory uh, mill um, owner. And so like he okay. like he's like linked like basically like almost like a, a mob boss sort of thing. Uh, oh, I would I would love I that. Would, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that would be so good. I would love for Aaron Paul to be like his lieutenant or something. Um, yeah, and like kind of like his. Imagine Peter Dinklage walking around and like cussing out Aaron Paul because he can't do anything mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. It would, it would Ooh, be, it'd be like a Megatron Starscream sort of thing if people know about Transformers. And then who was the last actor Which you that I shouldn't oh, because Pedro they Pascal. Um I'm talking about the cartoons, bro. Come on. Oh, okay. Um Pedro Pascal, I would want to be We need him to be a villain, right? You know Like an long, anti-hero, maybe, I, but a villain of some kind. I don't yeah, I don't know who I'd want as the killer, because I don't know how they'd be killing or anything. I don't think I'd want him as the killer. I think I'd want him as like the suspected killer. But he's actually, mm. but he actually was like maybe good all along, sort of thing. Almost like in um, the little things where Jared Leto was the killer, but he was suspected for most of the movie. Yes. If Pedro was suspected, but turned out to not actually be the killer in the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the killer is like somebody completely random or unassuming or something. Right. Yeah. I think my dream. Of like who I'd actually want the killer to be. Hmm. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> no, I don't. Want, I want Peter Dinklage to be kind of like a okay, like whose side is this guy on, uh, sort of thing. Yeah. And then, um, I'd love for the killer to actually be a female. Ooh. Uh, okay. Who's your killer? That is a good question. One that I. Because of, you know what, I think she has the potential to be really deranged and psychotic, Emma Stone. Mm. I watched Cruella recently, and she actually, that movie was like middle of the road, like it was fine, a little bit long, kind of unnecessary, but she's really good in it. I had a random thought to have like Jessica Chastain. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. I do like her a lot. It would be a little bit out there, but I could totally see Jessica Chastain being like a total psycho. Yeah. I don't know why, because I don't think she's really ever played a psycho. Um, and I'm assuming she's not a the psycho. The most evil character she's played life. was the the movie where she was like a ski, uh, Olympic skier, and then turned into like a a, a poker like yeah. ringleader. Um, and it has, um, who else is in that movie? I literally don't remember. I'm kind of slipping up on the... I forget forget what it's called. You need... There's one other person, though, that you need in this movie that you have not mentioned. There's a must. A must? And it's it's low-hanging fruit. Is it someone... It's Ben Mendelsohn. Ooh, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, he's in (laughs) literally... You've got to have Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, it's true. I do like Ben Mendelsohn a lot, and he plays the same character in literally every movie. Yeah. Um, I know who I'd want to score my film. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna totally butcher her name, but it's oh, no. uh, Hilder Guana daughter. Oh yeah, from Joker. Uh, oh crap. Yeah, Joker. Yep. Yes, I think her for this era, for this genre, perfect. Would be she'd be perfect for it. That like eerie, unsettling, 
kind of vibe. Yeah. I could. Yeah. She was really. That score was quite good. Um, I want one more character. Okay. I want okay. Henry Cavill in a very small five minute part where Adam Driver ends mm-hmm. up having to go to like a, a fight club, like an underground fight club thing. And Henry Cavill is like this macho man yes. with a mustache, handlebar and all. Okay. Yes. And I want him to be like raging British. Like <laughs> <laughs> Cockney and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I that's I would just want mm. to be like, okay, Henry Cavill is like just beating dudes up. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. So speaking of Keanu Reeves, <laughs> we're gonna go all the way back. <laughs> um, there's a movie that came out recently that Grayson and I both watched that has been compared to John Wick, and um, for good reason. It's called Nobody. Yeah, for good reason. Uh, it's called Nobody, and it stars uh, Bob Odenkirk. Which, by the way, the most random but incredible casting for an action hero now okay it's not exactly an action hero it's kind of like you really want the main character to be somebody who could pull off the whole like i'm a nobody kind of thing which bob odenkirk can do he looks very average but he he brings like a depth to the character that keanu never could to john wick even though john wick is built on lore and like this really fascinating world which really isn't in nobody like john wick i feel like is built up by all the really cool things around him and then bob odenkirk's character and nobody is just amazing because it's bob odenkirk and he's awesome he's so cool um, yeah he's so cool in this movie but uh nobody like i watched the trailer when it came out and i thought that would be really really cool and then i saw reviews saying it was basically john wick but kind of different and I, I was okay that's that's fascinating love that um, and so I watched it this week and I was incredibly surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you gave it a three and a half stars though on Letterboxd. I, so why do you hate it? <laughs> why do I hate it? <laughs> uh, no, okay. I don't hate it. I like it, but I think it's it. So it's definitely like, it's a good movie. I think where it fall, like kind of fell apart for me was like after the first half, like not like fell apart, but like yeah. it kind of deviated from what I was expecting it to. And not like yeah. or not from what I wanted it like it wasn't what I wanted I guess, because um, I was expecting it to be more again like focused on him, but it ended up kind of turning into uh, a bit more of like an ensemble thing, especially because um, of like people that are connected to him. Um, yeah, yeah. I it's just like it's decent, but I think it's probably like not as good as any of the John Wick movies. Um, maybe maybe as good as like John Wick three, I think. I think I would I would like. What am I trying to say? I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed John Wick three, only because John Wick three had no plot and he was just running around killing people. But this I felt like had a plot. Now I will good say plot. though, good plot. It had a couple, I, maybe like things that I wished they would have done more of, or at least leaned into more. Like, for example, um, the villain, right, is this crazy Russian guy who's a psycho. Wow, we um, haven't heard that before. Is, we've never <laughs> heard that one, okay? That's that's new territory right there. Um, but, like, okay, he's fine. He he cuts, he cuts slits the dude's throat with a, with a glass in the beginning, and 
they're like, oh, didn't you realize he was a stakeholder? And he's like, yeah, more money for y'all. Um, like, dude is nuts, and it's fine. I don't care. Like, whatever. Russian bad guy. Cool. The one thing, though, that really bugged me was Russian bad guy never did anything to the main character that I thought was, like, even remotely menacing. Right, so that's what like, I was going to mention. Their whole... Their whole dark... Okay, so like if you plot out a film, you've got different beats in a story and they usually have different names and there's one beat that has many different names but I like to call it like the dark of the moon or like the all is lost kind of beat in a story where basically everything goes to crap and the main character has to figure out through something that they've learned throughout the first part, everything leading up to this moment, you know, how they have to use something they've learned already to get through this all is lost moment when like they like the stakes are really high and they could lose and there was really never a moment like that yeah. in nobody and so for that reason alone i was kind of like well i would have liked for bob odenkirk to kind of get his ass kicked a little bit more yeah and he really didn't i mean he kind of kicked some some tail the whole movie which was awesome and i think if that's what you want out of a movie it was really great and he gave a depth of character um, to the protagonist I thought was really really cool but th there just wasn't like in, in that third act in that whole wrap up of the movie there wasn't like a it felt like the first equalizer minus the part where the bad guy who also by the way is Russian <laughs> oh, minus wow. the part where that guy like basically showed and proved that he's a worthy villain yeah i just didn't really see that with this film so i was gonna say in the same vein of the villain i don't like how they got to choosing the main villain it feel like i like it but i don't because i guess we're, are we going for spoilers right now we're going for, i mean it is rising yeah action. we can do some spoilers okay i mean you did mention this guy like i mean i guess that's not really a whatever um spoilers so the open like his drive to get back into like beating people up i guess is that yeah. this father and uh and wife that are like uh like this uh, like you know very low income hispanic family rob his house and he lets them get away and people are like oh like you suck like why like i would have you know, I would have murdered them, whatever. Which was really interesting, yes, by the way. Yes, I agree. Great, great hook to get me into this. Because you know it's an action film. And you know at some point he's going to absolutely wreck some people. So the hook that, like, he can't or is incapable or of. Or won't or whatever. Or won't for whatever reason. Super interesting. At that point, I'm like, okay, obviously at some point he's going to be a badass. Why didn't he, you know, he has a chance to take somebody out with a golf club and doesn't. And for, you know, the next 20 minutes, it's everybody like, oh, you suck. Like, you're just a really boring blue-collar guy. You're basically like you and me. Right. <laughs> if we're honest. He's just a regular old guy who didn't have the guts to, you know, yeah. take his shot while he had it. So, eventually, like, it kind of drives him to its, like, drives him to its wit's end. And so, his wit's end. And he goes and, like, finds these people. And then he realizes, like, you know, they're, like, terrified. They're, like, I'm sorry, like, whatever. And, like, they, like, took his watch and stuff. And he realizes, like, oh, they have a kid. Well, then he's, like, frustrated. And he, like, storms out. He, like, doesn't hurt them or anything. 
And then it kind of goes in a completely different direction where he's just on this bus and there's these like goons that just crash their car right next <laughs> to the bus and like get on the bus and are trying to like, I guess like trying to sweet talk or rape this girl or whatever. And like everybody in the bus gets it's out. It's like stereotypically really bad. It's basically, if you imagine in the first John Wick film, Alfie Allen and his Russian goonies, it's them and kind of lifted into this movie and instead of kicking a puppy and killing it in that movie they like try and rape a girl in this movie so it's like it's equally like the director says these people are really bad and i'm going to show you but like even then like it's not like they're actually like getting handsy with this girl they're just like standing there like oh hey girl like what's like what's up and he's just like (laughs) he's just like i'm gonna kill these guys or i'm gonna like beat the crap out of these guys and so that's what he does and of course they are like or one of them is the brother of the main villain which is right. so simple like it's basically instead of in John Wick where this group of guys g- directly comes after John John Wick or like you know they're the ones that messed they up it's him, the basically. other way around where it's like oh where he yeah. messed up and it's like yeah yeah so i don't know like that was the part where i was like okay this is weird like that, and then that was just like where the plot went for it. It dropped from that moment, not from the moment of, and then it like never really encapsulated in the whole thing of those people coming to attack his house. I was like, yeah, like that just kind of dies off, and then it's him being like, like him kind of getting back in the game and trying to take out these Russian mm-hmm. mob people, and like his dad is like in the FBI and apparently his brother like he trained him and his brother it's the dude from Back to the Future Lloyd. freaking amazing awesome. and he's basically the exact same character as he was in Back to the Future he always it's is awesome yeah he's great yeah um, you know he's the creator of Mo- Modern Family didn't know that until last night um, uh, nope. funny show funny show I will admit it's a very yeah. funny show um, yeah and then it just like just continually spirals like it's really good and like I love the relationship between him and what's her face is his wife I cannot remember her name for the life of me uh, <laughs> she's know. in Wonder Woman um, she plays uh, Wonder Woman's mother that's all I remember mm-hmm. um, so it's not Robin Wright just because I want to do this woman justice because I think she's actually a really good actress um, we're going to look up uh, I, I, Connie I, Nielsen Connie Nielsen yes uh, she's great and then, yeah. yeah, it just turned into a whole action fest. And then his brother, um, or his adopted brother, um, and his dad, they all kick ass and take names. And that's it. That's the whole movie. And it's really good. I don't think the choreography is as good as John Wick. but it, um, And I don't think the plot is as good as John Wick. But, like, it's still a really entertaining movie. And I think Bob... It's a little uh, bit different. Yeah, and I sort of like I think Bob Odenkirk as literally like this nobody is like yeah. what makes it so much better for me. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, like I just kind of like this concept like oh, he's not like this stoic like ex-assassin guy like I mean, I guess he is an ex-assassin, but <laughs> like he's just like you can also tell he's very unhappy with his life. Like literally it goes through this montage of like a month where just like every day is the same day. Which is, okay, th- right. can we talk about that, by the way? Where, like, yeah. it does that, and then you get to, like, a day where it's actually showing the full day, and it's, like, actually those scenes, but they had just cut down to be, like, this is the final normal day. Like, they're literally all the they, same. There were moments, like, specific choices that they did with this 
that I really, really, really enjoyed. The the montage of his every day was one of those because it really was a unique way of showing that he is an average Joe. Mm-hmm. It just picked a snippet from each day of the week, and it was the same snippet for each day. Yeah. And it chopped it all up, and it just really hammered home like he has a really boring life, a really boring desk job. He rides the bus to work. Um, his wife doesn't love him, or like there's something there's, going on there. They're not there. intimate. Like anymore. his kids don't respect him. Yeah, they're not intimate. Like you get so much out of just the one thing. He misses the trash pickup every day. Like, every always week. runs out of coffee. Every, goes every on his day. run. Like yeah, yeah, super cool. Um, but then, uh, you know, the other part was the the intro and the end, um, where he they they start off the movie by. Um, picking an excerpt out of the last scene and it introduces everything as like he's sitting in this room and he pulls tuna out of his jacket and he's holding a cat and he's feeding the cat tuna and he's got a painting sitting next to him in this interrogation room and he's all beat up and he's smoking a cigarette and then it cuts to two agents sitting across from him and they're like who are you and he goes I'm and then it cuts the title and we have nobody awesome super cool it comes back to that scene at the end and it even further like dives into the mystique that like nobody can really know who he is like he's completely confidential he's above everybody's pay grade super cool um yeah like and then also there's little moments like his neighbor has a car and uh it's I don't I I don't even know what car it was. He's, He's just like taking, an old takes muscle car. Yeah. But his neighbor has this line which is just phenomenal where he goes, you know, that he lists off horsepower all this stuff and he's like 0 to 60 and I'm about to find the fuck out. And it's just awesome. <laughs> and so at one point in the movie Bob Odenkirk steals his neighbor's car and he sits in the driver's seat and he goes Zero to sixty, and I'm about to find the fuck out. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, yeah, super cool. Yeah, there's there's little moments that I think make the movie phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's very interesting because it's not like a world beating, you know, easy five star movie, but it has a lot of heart, which is what you want in a movie like this. It has a great protagonist. Um, it's got really cool and uh, unique action set pieces. Yeah. Um, but it's not John Wick, even though that's its m- movie comp. I definitely did not watch it thinking, oh, this is John Wick. It's like John Wick if John Wick had a heart. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree. I feel like I feel like John Wick is just like a heartless devil, which is exactly why I want to keep watching them, because it's just awesome action. Um, and in this movie, there was awesome action, but there's also so much more to it. Right. And, you know, I don't know if it was... Because it was the writer-director or writer-producer tandem from the John Wick trilogy. And so, you know, it's kind of like a different version of the same ethos, of the same character. And it was really interesting, and I really did enjoy Bob Odenkirk as that character because he was more humorous. Um, He had more personality. Um, but in just the same way that John Wick has none of those things, he has no personality. He's just like, you know, super dry one-liners um, and just like hands people their asses on a plate. Uh, nobody doesn't really do that. It's just more like super, 
witty humor, right. like really funny one-liners, um, characters that you can kind of enjoy watching, I guess. Um, it's very, very different, but it's, it's cool to see a different take on the same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's also like directed by Derek Kolstad who co-directed it with Chad Stahilski, John Wick. So like, it's basically like him doing another very similar thing. Um, there was something I was going to mention and I can't remember. Oh, one of my favorite scenes is when he goes into that tattoo parlor and the guy sees oh, his tattoo of the like the two Ace of Spades cards. Like I think it was like a <laughs> it was like a two like a, a two, two pair of aces or something. And yep. he sees it on his like wrist, and he's like, he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, and he tells him immediately where the people were at. And he you're goes, like, Thank you for your service. Yes. And then he goes and locks himself into oh, a safe because he was a veteran. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And you're like. What? Who is this guy? He's an auditor. Exactly. For the- it's the first. It's the first moment when you think, "Oh, he's not a nobody. Yeah. This dude is a somebody." Yeah, and I love that. Like, he says, "Like, I am an auditor for basically every three-letter word organization: FBI, CIA, like in anything." Like, he just he goes and he kills people. Like, yeah, or at least very severely beats them up. Um, yeah, I mean, he 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 takes care of the loose ends of all the three letter organizations yeah. in the United States. Yeah. And, uh, clearly cause he destroys his, and then, Oh, he absolutely kicks butt. So if you were to put a, like a number grade on this movie from scale of one to 10, where are you sticking it? And also how do you compare it to each of the three John Wick movies? Well, I already gave it a three and a half out of five on letterbox. So that means that would be a seven out of 10. Um, okay. I'd be willing to bump that up by like a half point, but I'm not willing to give it a four out of five. Like, I don't think it's an eight out of 10 movie. Like I think really where it's like finds its weakness at is like its plot structure. I think the characters are mm-hmm. great. I think the action and setting and everything else is great. I think it's purely just like there was some weird plot threads that I or like, there, there was just plot threads that I wanted to see more of. And then it mm-hmm. like they kind of fizzled out, like especially in that beginning part. They just kind of took different turns that I wasn't expecting, and not necessarily in a bad way, but I don't think it was to its best potential. So that's why I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Um, mm-hmm. How it compares to each of the John Wick movies, it is so similar to the first one, like yeah. in terms of like yeah. the the plot layout. The thing that I think the first John Wick does better though is it sticks to that continuous plot. Oh, you know, like it, like. It's just, oh, this guy's like, you know, he's retired, like his wife is dead from cancer, um, and then she sends him a puppy, and it's like, oh, well, these people killed his puppy, he's going and messed up his Mustang, he's going to kill them all. This one, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's nobody. Oh, these people break into his house. It's like, he's going to go, he's going to go kill these people. Oh, wait, they're nice. Okay, well, I guess he's going to take a bus ride back home. Oh, wait, he's going to kill these people. All right, yeah, and then he's gonna kill more people, and that was like, okay, not a good, not as good of a way as I wanted him to to get back into that. I almost rather, I almost would have just rather them commit and be like, these robbers were part of the Russian mob, and somehow knew out about his identity, like knew about his identity, and like that's like we're gonna rob him, uh, and then that's when it like he gets back into it, but it's you know it's all hearsay, um, so. But I think it's probably like, like it's not as good as the first John Wick, but it's pretty close. John Wick Two, I think, is like 
it's like a nine out of ten movie for me. Like I love John Wick too. A lot of people think it's like the worst one out of the trilogy, which I really can't. No, they understand. are wrong. Like it's it is false. It's, it is my favorite out of all three. The third one is the worst. I think it's easily the third th- one is the worst for me. Yeah, I agree. So I'd put somewhere like I'd put nobody somewhere in the same like in between John Wick one and three. Maybe on the same like. Because I, I like what makes three for me is that he is just on the run and he is just killing people nonstop. But I think the pacing yeah. of Nobody was a lot better. Like I never like yeah. John Wick three feels like it's a lot. It is a lot. So yeah, I think. I mean, there's action set pieces in three that are legitimately 25 minutes long, and you're just like, you're oh like, I never God. thought I'd get like, this tired quit. of action because they're like, you'll get like a five minute break, and then it's like, ah, here you yeah. go. <laughs> Right. It, like, just stop killing people. Like, I want to see you talk to somebody. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. John Wick but 2 yeah, has I, the best blend of action and world building, like, which yeah. is what I, and, like, location and, like, weapon, like, usage and stuff. Like, listen, I'm a gun nut, okay? I like when yeah. John Wick, like, that part in the tunnel in John Wick 2, maybe we should just do an episode mm-hmm. dedicated to all three of the John Wick movies. Um, we should. But there's a part where, like, he when after that lady like kills herself, he was sent to assassinate her, and then he's on the run, and he he had everything planned out. He had the AR, he had the shotgun, and he already had his pistol and everything. He's being hunted by Common. I was like, this is one of the greatest yeah. things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yep. So um, nobody had some really cool stuff. Like I think this specifically the house in in the warehouse of his work, and then the one at his home when he sends his family downstairs. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Everything else, like, mm-hmm. oh, and the one in the bus is pretty good, too. Um, yeah, that fight that fight in the bus with the five or six Russian mobsters is pretty fantastic. I do love that they stick to um, kind of like the, the gritty reality of fighting. So, you know, Bob Odenkirk does not go unscathed in this film. He gets stabbed. He gets beat up. He's... I do like that. Um, and I think... John Wick is probably the other movie that the the main protagonist actually does get kind of beat up. He still finds a way to overcome, and he still finds a way to win whichever fight he's in, but he does get the shit kicked out of him while he's doing it. So I definitely do vibe with that, but I think I would give it a 7 out of 10, okay. um, but for a different reason. I didn't necessarily mind any of the things you talked about mm-hmm. in fact i kind of liked everything about the movie except for the final the final couple beats in the story kind of bugged me i did not love that there was never a moment that i thought uh the the bad guy was actually going to prevail i thought that that was kind of lame and even in uh the first john wick film it I, honestly i probably never thought that that villain would win either but he, his fight with John Wick at the end the, was much more drawn out. It's also there it's was much tense. more drama. Yeah, it's very tense, and you actually feel like okay, maybe against anybody else, this guy would be okay. But he's fighting John Wick, which means he's gonna die. So, you know, and and nobody, the bad guy really never fights the main character. He never fights Bob. Yeah, he's just and I would have really and, liked. Yeah. He literally just strapped a C4 landmine to a front of a riot shield and runs at him and it blows up and he kills him it, and it's which done. Which is also like, sick, It took two seconds. But, you know. It's super awesome. Great way to kill somebody. But I would have liked for them to actually fight each other a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Um, l- honest, like everything else about the movie, I really liked. I liked um, the world building. I loved the narrative choices, except for that one. That one really kind of 
it dropped it from a four and a half out of five to a three and a half. I gave it a three and a half too. Um, I thought it was really, really fun. It was like the most enjoyable seven out of 10 movie I've probably ever seen. And I think for, there's difference in how people rate movies. Some people think a seven is like, oh, it was the best movie they've ever seen. Uh, some people think a seven is like, well, if you liked it, you just give it a 10 out of 10. And no, not necessarily. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, if I'm giving a movie a 10 out of 10, it's like the best movie I've ever seen. Seven is uh, like very par for the course. If a movie's good, it's going to be within that six to seven range. And I really thought it was like outside of one thing that I thought was kind of annoying. I would have, uh, I would have really, really liked it. If, if you've never seen John Wick at all, you probably would think that this is the most awesome movie you've ever seen. In oh terms yeah. Of an action film. I agree. Yeah. Cause I think because John Wick exists, it, it probably brings down the, um, like the in movie excitement level for this, mm-hmm. just because some of there's just some of the same things going on. Like there's the same inciting incident. Basically there's just like a different setup. Yeah. But it all kind of, it all kind of comes out the same way. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, John Wick set the bar so high, but it did. I think really, and this is different. It doesn't try to be like the action set piece phenomenon that John Wick was either. It's different. It's it's literally John Wick with more character and probably a better actor. You, if anybody wants something comparable, the movie Red with Bruce Willis and John Malkovich, or like um, Upgrade. Oh yeah. I'd, I would put Upgrade a little bit higher of a score than that. I liked Upgrade better, but it has like a similar vibe to it, you know? It does. Very different, very sci-fi. Um, but it's got like some John Wick elements does. in terms of so. action, but it also has a lot more in terms of story. You know, I feel like nobody outside of that one plot beat is better executed yeah. in terms of telling the story than probably the first and the third John Wick films. Um, cause John Wick, the first one is pretty cookie cutter, but what makes it so good is the world building and the fact that Keanu is phenomenal and the action. It's literally world building Keanu action. And those three things make it phenomenal. The third movie is really only good because the action set pieces are just mind boggling. Yeah. Like that's it. Everything about everything. If you take the action out of three, that movie kind of stinks. And John Wick two is like a perfect blend of really awesome story and world building and like phenomenal action set pieces. Whereas nobody doesn't really depend on the action for you to be invested in it. It's a lot more humorous. Um, It's got some one-liners that will make you laugh out loud. And Bob Odenkirk is a phenomenal actor bringing just like a different dynamic to an action hero. Yeah. Almost like Denzel in the Equalizer movies. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, Bob, uh, it's Odenkirk or Odendirk. Odenkirk. Okay, I always thought it was Odenkirk. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, he. I'd love to see him in more action stuff. If they did a sequel to I Nobody, too. I wouldn't complain. I would be really happy because I just can't imagine him as not uh, the dad in Little Women, or Better Call Saul. He, but like, he's it the dad in Little Women. He's he's legitimately the dad in Little Women, and so That's when funny. you take that character and you're like, oh, let's make him a John Wick esque action hero. Right. It's it's wild. That's, it's wild. That is funny. I like that though. But that's funny. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What? So you said yeah, seven out of ten. 
Yeah, I I think it's one of those movies that like you can rent it on most um, like digital places for like five dollars, like the four K. Definitely worth five bucks. Oh yeah, like it's a good time. I rented it because I was like, this movie looks interesting. I like Bob Odenkirk, like because I'm a big Breaking Bad guy. Obviously, I wanted Aaron Paul in my movie. So right, I saw that like watching that movie. I was like, yeah, I I like him a lot, and I think I love when actors deviate from their typecasting so mm-hmm. i think the movie is and that's probably why this was so intriguing because bob odenkirk is not it's not the same the reason guy. that uncut gems is interesting like adam adam sandler yeah. as like this sleazy jeweler guy you almost just like have to watch it just to see like what is this gonna be like yeah it's like i think it's gonna be a very similar thing to like watching robert pattinson as batman to be like, okay, yeah. like Vampire Boy, like you know, like <laughs> oh, he's gonna be Batman. All right, I'm I gotta watch this. Like, although I I think he's probably stepped out of that by now. But I yeah, I would like to think so. But the amount of people that have n- that still view him as freaking Edward, it from Twilight pisses me off beyond belief. All right, I submit the lighthouse. End of case. And good time. Yeah, good time is phenomenal. It's a good time is and a high time. life. I There's three movies right there. Have a mo- I have high life, but our mutual friend Keenan to has told me is one of the worst movies he's ever seen. So I am very hesitant to watch it. Well, you could take that up with him. Well, Tweet him right now. On that disappointing note, <laughs> it is time to end. <laughs> Uh, Thank you so much for listening to Rising Action, and we will see you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rising Action. You can follow us on Instagram at risingaction underscore, and we will see you in the next episode.